<laughs> no, we don't want to waste this comedy gold here. Or, yes. You know, very health, helpful uh, health uh, health related items for our audience. Really, I was wanted. thinking it was more a c- economic uh, <laughs> tutorial on how to save a roll of toilet paper a month. Hmm, yeah, that's good. Well, let's talk about that. That'll be our first topic. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dedicated Nerds Podcast. I'm Rob Fiorentino, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Carney and Dave. Hello, Carney. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dave. And good morning, all. So we're recording this. Uh, either we're recording this and there's no audience left in the world because everyone has been killed <coughs> by the the horrible uh, COVID-19 disease, uh, or <coughs> everybody's over it by now. So. Or everyone will be listening to it because, well, they're all at home with nothing to do. That's right. <laughs> this, is, this is what life was like before the global pandemic completely destroyed all semblance of human civilization. So this is our archive of life here on the Ides of March, March 15th, 2020. What are you guys up to today? Besides hunkering down in your respective bunkers. <laughs> We're acting pretty much normal, except we're wondering what the hell happened to people going grocery shopping. You know, it's yeah. not just—it's just not just toilet paper. It's like I'm—I'm I'm sitting here, uh, I'm telling myself that people are going to use the stuff they're buying, but it's like, yes, not yesterday, um, Friday, Roberto. I don't even remember why I wanted a jar of applesauce, and I went to the store, and you, every single jar of applesauce it was gone now i mean <laughs> what are the people doing eating a jar of applesauce a day is that their plan for survival and if so it explains why they need toilet paper maybe applesauce is like a uh, uh, you could put it in a petri dish and grow the virus or something <laughs> i don't know seems rather oh, strange oh, it's a non-perishable good that's probably <clears throat> high in fiber so i mean I don't really love the stuff, but if I was stocking up, I'd probably buy it if I liked it. So uh, somebody here, I think it was, yeah, somebody said that uh, the government recommended we have two weeks of supplies on hand. Uh, do you guys, do you guys, have you guys already had two weeks? You guys have probably each had like much. a month of supplies. No, not a month. But, I mean, it depends on what you mean. Me, uh, is that, but we have enough food, I believe, and toilet paper to get by for two weeks. Dave, does your you already have like a, a bunker in the buried in the backyard, don't you? Yeah, I, I you know, when the hoarding issue comes up, I'm like, well, I I continuously hoard. I call it keeping my pantry full. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what what were you saying that that uh, all the toilet paper in your in your respective grocery stores is gone now? Is that right? And here, yeah, in Atlanta, it seems like toilet paper is a thing of distant memory. Yeah, a friend of ours here has <clears throat> bought a bunch on Amazon because she said that they're, all the stores are out of toilet paper. So I don't know what the... Apparently, toilet paper is just-in-time <laughs> distribution system or something. I don't know. Well, it's it a bulky like item. Fine. It's a bulky item, so you know that they don't store 
a month's worth of sales at the store, but still, I, I anticipate that the empty shelves are going to rectify themselves as soon as people fill their houses up to the rafters with toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my dad's doing long haul trucking and he's still going doing long haul trucking. It's not stopped that. So. No. We have, uh, we uh, are in the uh, uh, meeting and event business. And so our, basically, our entire industry is shut down for the foreseeable future, which is very stressful. Although we have had a few people that have wanted to convert their live events to virtual meetings. But unfortunately, that means we still have to go there with a camera and video crew <laughs> and videotape them. But at least we're not in like groups of, of hundreds like we normally are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the the real meeting canceling that's beneficial is the various, you know, ranging from stuff like South by Southwest and mm-hmm. EDC down to my wife company having these meetings with people from other countries because they're a multi multinational corporation and it, it's really yeah. when you start bringing a bunch of people from a lot of different locations together that the real potential for spreading the shit everywhere develops you yeah. know if you're meeting with the same 10 people every single day canceling the 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 393rd meeting of these 10 people is probably not going to do nearly as much good <laughs> mm-hmm well, from what I understand, the way that it's being transmitted, I mean, it's a pretty good chance that the majority of the people are going to be exposed to it yeah. fairly soon, don't you think? Yeah, the the <coughs> thing, the the big thing that they're trying hard to avoid, and we should all help cooperate with trying to avoid, is you don't want everybody to get sick at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only like a million hospital beds in the U.S., and if there, you're the million and one th- person who needs a hospital bed... Well, you're dying in the gutter. Sorry. Yeah, I know there's stories going around here of people who've gone in to get, you know, thought they had the disease and <laughs> they end up getting put in a in a waiting room and then the doctor calls them <laughs> and talks about their symptoms. And then most of the time they just say, yeah, well, you may have it. You may not. We're not going to test you. Just go home and self-quarantine yourself because they don't have any tests and they don't have anywhere to put you. So, yeah, if you've got it, at least we've been told, and now, of course, the people that are listening to this already know how, how what horrible advice this was, but or wasn't, um, as the case may be. You know, they're just saying, yeah, just call your clinic and do the uh, talk to a nurse phone line, and they'll tell you if it's bad enough that you need to go into the hospital or something. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like a great uh, healthcare system, but you know, hey, we're not we're not lucky enough to live in Denmark. Well. Okay. Hey, I'm not going to no, believe no, no, co- no comments on my political statement there. No, no. I'm, uh, I'm happy that I'm not paying 55% tax, but I'll stop yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, real maybe question. there's a, maybe there's a happy medium somewhere in between complete laissez-faire and and total oppressive government. Now, um I think the thing we're going to look at is that China appears to have managed to put a lid on the thing in their country. And, you know, it, if we reacted a little faster, maybe we would have been able to control it a little yeah. better than we have. Yeah, I can't uh, can't disagree with you there on that one. But, well, I guess we'll find out. 
mean, yeah. are they, so China is kind of on the downslope now, isn't that correct? They're kind of getting it, it under control. Apparently, you know, who knows where this thing's going to pop up next? But for right now, they seem to have gotten the big outbreak in Hubei. I'm probably not saying that right. Um, under control. Mm-hmm. You know, and so on the uh, space news front, I understand that they've canceled uh, <coughs> more testing. Is that correct, Carney? You're talking about the European... Um, yep, I sure yeah, am. Yeah. Um, they, they've canceled... Well, they've officially moved the past the current launch window is what it is they they were they were pushing hard to try to get it ready for the next mars launch window which is like now mm -hmm. and um <laughs> conveniently the coronavirus came along and gave them an excuse them because some, they were yeah. they were sitting on top of what they bloody well knew was a time bomb. <laughs> right. Like, oh, thank God, we've got a couple of years to iron out the problems. <laughs> but it sounds like it sounds like some of the the somebody at the Marshall Space Flight Center has a has coronavirus, and you know I can't imagine that they're going to be able to get a hundred people together in mission control and think that's a great idea. Um, well, we're going to see what happens. But again, it's the thing I was yeah. saying is that if it's the same group of people who've been getting together, there's no point in them not continuing to get together. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's true to a certain extent. But if they've been exp one of them, those people is, has a relative or something that has it, then, you know, then that's, yeah, if they mingle with their ch mingle with their children mm -hmm. each day and their ch children are, you know, I mean, a lot of schools are not taking kids back right now, but some of them are so. Yeah. There's an open question whether kids are carrying this or not, though, is that it's beginning to look like really young people aren't, aren't much affected, affected by it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, I, yeah, I, I, those, I don't think that means they're not carrying it. They just don't have symptoms such that it uh, is dangerous. Well, yeah. We, but uh, do we know that, or is that just, you know, a safe assumption at this point? Yeah, or maybe an unsafe assumption. I to say I would expect them to be more like typhoid Mary than uh, you know this viral-free environment that's roaming around. Yeah, yeah. What's well, a viral-free environment? I don't know, like a. <laughs> what does that mean? Two hundred twelve degree stainless steel balls. It's, you know that. Otherwise, the person is not. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because you don't have symptoms doesn't mean you can't pass it around of course if you yeah. uh, are full of the uh, viral agent <coughs> mm -hmm. so now i've heard that they're uh, they're working on uh antivirals for this which aren't particularly effective normally uh, is there anything they can do besides no. develop a uh uh um Vaccine develop. A va thank you. Vaccine. Wow, totally yeah. blanked on that word. Vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything they can do besides developing a vaccine? Not really. I mean, they're they're testing various antivirals to see if they have some effect, and they they might they might make the difference with somebody you know being deathly ill and actually being dead. Mm -hmm. You know, for some people, but and unless unless things are a lot different than what we're used to antivirals are not the answer to this outbreak and we're not yeah. going to see a vaccine for at least another 18 months you know. mm -hmm. 
you know, I keep hearing that, and it's probably true. But if they, you know, just say, all right, well, we're not going to test it. We're just going to do it. And, and people say, well, yes, because it's so scary. It might happen a lot sooner. It might happen a lot sooner, but it's going to have to get a lot worse before they risk that. Because, first of all, is that there vaccines are not an exact science. You know this, Dave, is that th- what they don't want is to crank out a billion doses of a vaccine that doesn't work. And conversely, we both know that some vaccines have some very nasty reactions, and you don't want to crank out a billion doses of something that kills as high a percentage of people <laughs> as the as the virus disease. Does. <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, well, they're, they're no, going I mean, to be efficient effectiveness tests, um, and those take a little while. And the whole process of ramping up vaccine production takes at least you know from the word you to go to the output it takes at least a few months so sure yeah but uh, it's yeah i'm just wondering if they'll you know and if it's this terrible then they'll relax some of the uh testing if it's not that terrible then oh they've already relaxed some of the testing they've already pushed beyond that but you know is that the the vaccine process is probably about as streamlined as you can get because it's something they do every year for the flu and that's about the limit right now you know what six months lead time is about the absolute fastest you can do when you already know everything that you have a guaranteed customer base you've got you know you're doing everything exactly the same as you did last year and it still takes six months to do it. So for something entirely new and on this scale, you know, six months you've got to look at as the absolute floor. And I would be surprised if they can push it past 18 months. But like I said, Dave is the expert on this, so maybe he's right. I hope so. So what, Dave, what are the processes that they, they go through right now to try to, do you know what what they're actually doing behind the scenes right now to try to to try to battle this oh no no not i mean far from an expert on mm-hmm. it just slightly more informed than maybe the average person who didn't take biology so mm-hmm. well i mean even even the fact that you've taken some biology probably know what the typical process is for developing a a, a vaccine what it what is the process I mean, do you even know that, or do you feel comfortable enough talking about that? I think it would be a bad use of airtime for me to try to <laughs> stumble through it when, okay. uh, you know, <clears throat> Google, read, done. Sure. But essentially, correct me if I'm wrong, then essentially they're they're creating a very weak version of the disease that, that the body can develop antibodies on its own, and then that those antibodies are effective against the more concentrated disease. Is that generally... Right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't call it a weakened version. Hmm. Um, there's oh, there's a couple of different ahead. ways you can go with a vaccine. You can produce viral fragments, which you inject, which cause an immune reaction. You can have a killed virus, which you know, the kill is in quotes, but you know it, it's 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 not viable that they inject in you that causes you to have an immune reaction, or they can have a 
what you were talking about, a weakened live virus that they inject in you that causes, a, a, you know, an immune reaction. But mm-hmm. which of those they go depends a lot on, like, is the viral fragments approach viable? Does it work? That's what they need to mm-hmm. test. Um, is the live virus viable? Because if the, it turns out that you can't get a safe live virus, you can't use that approach. That, that's why it's, right. it's going right. to take a while and you have to do some testing. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense now because if you've got <laughs> if if it's not always effective, you don't want to be spreading around that live virus if it's going to grow up to be a a grown up mean one. Yeah, I think that's the the last option that they would prefer. Right. You know, the way to get the uh, immune response and make the system your system develop the necessary infrastructure ready for it. That's mm-hmm. what you want to do. And if you have to use live weakened virus. Uh, it that's going to push somebody the wrong way so how does the body respond to a virus versus a bacteria is it the same response and just different different invaders they send white blood cells after it with their hand grenades and machine guns or or what i think that you have not had much biology experience no i haven't because you would uh, because you clearly don't know that you just opened up the biggest can of worms in all of science (laughs) Oh. <laughs> well, the, the ba- we got the 15 minutes to is, fill. Phil, educate me a little bit. The basic answer is maybe. There, there's a <laughs> lot of overlapping. There's a lot of mechanisms. Some of them overlap. Some of them don't. And we don't know squat about how the whole thing integrates together. Not really. Hmm. Well, that's great podcasting right there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, give me the basics of what the what the theory is at least. There must be something there. Dave, take it away. <laughs> well, maybe to give me some just basic biology then, I guess, which I haven't had either. Well, okay, so I haven't It's all right. So, keep it like, keep it simple. And well, we, no, we understand. nobody's going to hold you to this. Well, right, I'm not going to answer your question cuz I'm a politician. Um <laughs> No, I actually, I, I don't know if I, com- I'm not going to com- completely disagree with what Carney just said, but as far as the reaction versus uh, bacteria versus uh, virus, I, I think that the overall body reaction to it is going to be similar. Same. Very, mm-hmm. very similar. So, um, I, but I don't know how that not sure how that applies in this situation. I mean, we what is the reason the reason we can fight bacterial infections better than viral is because we, you know, antibiotics work on bacteria and they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason they, as far as we know, that well, not well, this is pretty solid. The reason antibacterials work on bacteria, not viruses, is because viruses aren't really alive. Is that they're not really. They're, they're not taking up stuff from the, the environment and putting it back out until they've penetrated a cell. And which means that to anything that has to affect a virus has got to work inside a cell, which is a big can of worms. A bac- bacteria is that you can just put some substance into their environment, i.e. say the bloodstream, and if you've got you've done your your chemistry and your biology right, the bacteria take up the substance and it kills them. So mm-hmm. the the viruses not being alive makes it much harder to get to them inside the body. 
And that li limits you to the antibody response, pretty much, to deal with them. Gotcha. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys doing to uh, not to change the subject? Because we're not going to change the subject. But what are you guys doing in, uh, indoors? I know, Carney, you're probably your lifestyle hasn't changed too much, has it? Yeah. Uh, I tell you something. I've done is that I went, saw a show called "What Did Jack Do." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just really? saying, maybe, maybe, That's maybe we should discuss that. Bit of a bit of a strange one, from what I understand. I will pass on my commentary until Dave has had his say. <laughs> well, uh, Dave, what did you think of uh, what did Jack do? I have no idea if the wine that I drank was supposed <laughs> to taste good, and I'm just not uh, equipped to understand it. Or it was really just a bad sour wine. <laughs> okay. Um, I think in general I didn't enjoy the wine. So I see. So it was not. It was 17 minutes that you're never going to get back from your life. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I didn't even watch it continuously. <laughs> oh, really? You had to take breaks. <laughs> the, what was it? The 13. I, oh, I should have. I think it was between the 11 and 13 minute mark. Um, my bedtime came up and <laughs> I put it on pause and went to bed. Uh -huh. And then a couple of days later I finished it. So luckily you're bad. You popped in the other four minutes and finally made it to the end. Yes. Well, for any of those people who are currently watching it right now and, mm. uh, want some hope in their lives. Um, <laughs> something actually starts happening around 11 to 13 minute mark mm, so it, it does went, it though really <laughs> things went from inane banter that you know was like random phrases that they just read off yes forth yes to like a little tiny mini story that then went back to a random <laughs> randomness at the end <laughs> so i stopped right before that mm, we, you you paused right before all the action <laughs> yes all the action kicked in as soon as i hit play the next time i got to it and i was like sure oh this isn't so bad oh it's okay it's back to a normal so oh just, good <laughs> okay so really yeah that's yeah. the uh, person who can't uh, describe movies take on it i'll yeah. let somebody else oh my turn next. sure go for it <clears throat> Look, when the high point of something is a singing monkey, you're in deep. <laughs> but what this thing was is I realized that the 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 the, uh, the director David Lynch was yes. was was, <coughs> it was this whole thing was self-aware and very meta and you know I'm sure I'm sure the people who love to to sit around talking to each other about you know artistic <laughs> things find lots of things to talk about in this thing but what it reminded me so not i mean nothing reminds me more of this is that is that this thing seemed to be two high school nerds sitting at the cafeteria throwing back and forth lines from monty python or star trek with absolutely <laughs> no context just you know throwing it back and forth the parrot died a crunchy frog you know, it's just like a bunch of of, of 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 stuff from movies where you're just quoting the line of the movie and 
only somebody who's aware that this is the subject on the table and has watched the same movies and is obsessed about the same things does this make any sense to mm-hmm. you know to this will just it, 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 I feel the people who think this was artistic are the 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 small inbred naval watchers who you know they're they're sharing the same concepts back and forth and they're not presenting their concepts to any of the viewers so what you get is a singing monkey enjoy (laughs) yeah so i I had a similar thought and i thought okay i'm gonna i I grabbed all the lines and i was gonna start googling them and find out the source and then three minutes into that i thought why waste another 17 minutes Yeah, that could take a lot longer than 17 minutes. Yeah, well, too. just go to TV Tropes online and go to Detective, uh, you know, right, store, and right. th- there it is. It's it's all laid out. They probably went in alphabetical order on what to jack. I mean, it, <laughs> you know, the, 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 what I'm struck by is how much effort they put into something that was complete dreck. You know, mm-hmm. it, again, it's like the high school nerds who show up in Starfleet uniforms. Is that it's great if you're going to a cosplay event. If you're going to show up at high school in Starfleet uniforms, you know, clearly something's broken. <laughs> or maybe not fully developed in the case of high school students. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, it, it, it went all the way through cleverly self-aware and came out the other side of stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminded me kind of a lot of uh, the the way people react to uh, Jackson Pollock's paintings. They look at that and they go, "What the fuck is this? It's just a bunch of swirly colors." And I think if you've had like <clears throat> ten years of painting experience and and stuff, you look at a Jackson Pollock painting and you go, "Oh, yeah, that's brilliant." But then the entire rest of the world looks at that and says, "What the fuck are you doing, man? This <laughs> is a bunch of colors swirling around there." And I think uh, David Lynch falls into that category too, and he when he's collaborated with people that have a strong sense of story and and uh, a strong value of making things understandable for more than just ten people, um, I think he's done pretty well. But this is an example of just complete drag, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that really has no uh, no business being on Netflix. I guess I don't know. It just seems like what's well, like one of those Andy Warhol films that goes for twenty four hours, where he just points the camera at a wall and you know watches the sunlight bounce off it or something like that. I don't know. It so again, like I said, it it, it tries to go meta on the meta, and you know again it, you you go all the way through clever and come out the other side on stupid. It's just it's mm-hmm. just possible to overdo anything, and they, this was overdone. Yeah. I don't. What I don't understand is how it got ninety uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So there you go. <laughs> how many votes? I didn't see that. I didn't. <laughs> well, so because because the ninety twelve because the ninety <laughs> percent is critics. The ninety percent is critics, yeah. which is exactly what this is aimed at. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if David Lynch creates his movies for critics or not. I know he's that one was. You know, he was. He was certainly. He certainly has. Uh, a different brain than than a lot of people do and uh so i'm not <clears throat> qualified to know what the hell he's trying to yeah, trying to accomplish with any of his stuff but anyway 
Yeah, I, I for I was also wondering. Well, can you now order mushrooms or LSD online? Because maybe <laughs> that's the filter with which. Yeah. Yeah, it just your yeah your mind feels like it had to be in a different mode to get anything entertainment value out of this. So, well, we'll talk after the podcast. I'll give you a good source for some mushrooms if you wanna if you wanna go down that route. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's not been good this fortnight. <laughs> Me forcing you guys to watch minutes, that. I will never I, get now, back. To be seventy minutes. To be fair, just so you don't get too to be fair, uh, I had not watched the entire movie when I when I asked when I. Put oh that no on no our, no! Our you don't get away with it. <laughs> but I will take full responsibility. So what's the uh, what's the next assignment for our for our uh, film club? Well, okay, so I assumed you just knew the name of the uh, uh, author. Yeah, right? did you send us to David, watch that after watching any David, part of that, Greg? David Lynch. No, I watched the, before <laughs> I'd watched the first five minutes, and I'm like, okay, I wonder if this goes anywhere. Let's watch, it can't be too long, so. Okay, no, I assumed you hadn't seen it, maybe yeah. saw a blurb about it, and <laughs> you, you know, Decided well. No, look, he did this seven, to us seven, in full knowledge of what he was sending I us. I had not seven. seen the entire movie. I had not yeah. seen the entire thing. No, I, I, I figured yeah. you, know, you had a little tiny nugget of yeah. info about it, and then 17 minutes. You're like, okay, this is our first go. Let's keep it uh, short. Keep it short. That's right. <laughs> so what we could uh, we could go through the Academy Award uh, short film nominees. There's a lot of them on uh, on YouTube. If you want some more uh, 10 minute. 10 minute uh, assignments <laughs> no I, I'm okay great sure. I'm open to other ideas please uh, no, I don't think lay, that's lay it that's on not me. A, I don't know I think I think that idea has some merit but I I'm not sure that uh, the listener wants to hear the dead air while we all look <laughs> so <laughs> what's uh, I'm, I'm open okay so who's the what's the other uh What's your other? What's your other ideas then? Well, I don't. Once once we have made our choice, we could yes. just throw it out on our Twitter account, and the, our listeners will then mm. have some advanced notice okay. of what we're covering. So I don't. Sure. I don't think we have to decide now. Okay, great. Well, we'll put that. Uh, we'll put that off then. Um, so in this uh, in this uh, rather frightening time, has there been anything good this fortnight that you guys have experienced? What uh, What have you been up to? Well, I started watching, I shouldn't say started watching, I watched um, I Am Not Okay With This on Netflix. And, hmm. you know, I, I'm putting it under something good, but in a way, I was disappointed with it. And I mean, it's it's good. And, and okay, how, I went into this thinking this was going to be more like um, a Wolverine origin story with a little bit of horror in it and what I ended up with was Carrie with a superpower origin story undertone you know hmm. so it wasn't quite what I hoped for and it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be but it was still you know still well done and I could see where a lot of people would like this what's the uh, what's the short synopsis of well, without uh, spoiling it <clears throat> adolescent girl you know basically coming of age with superpowers you know she's got apparently okay. got telekinesis and uh, you know 
my carry reference should get you that this does not, you know, the this has some, um, how should I put it? This is not sunshine and butterflies. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it, it's about teenage angst with some supernatural elements thrown in. All right. Fair enough. How about you, Dave? Anything good this fortnight? What's the, what's the name of that, Carney? Say that again. So I, can I am not okay here. with this. Ah. <clears throat> it's on Netflix. There you go. You can hear me typing. <laughs> How about you, Dave? Oh, well, I'm, you know. Yeah, the list. I don't have a great number of things on the list. I'm just going to stick with the not driving to and from work is uh, really mm-hmm. nice, even <laughs> with the price of gas being like a dollar thirty-five a gallon right now. All right. So you know, there's there's some sunshine in the uh, COVID nineteen clouds. <laughs> Good. Uh, we went with uh, we went with the Disney uh, decided to release uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, a few days early, apparently in response to the COVID coronavirus uh, situation. And uh, we watched that last night. And I don't know if I would say it was good, but it was not <laughs> terrible. And it was the end of a, a large and mostly good series of movies. <laughs> so anyway, we watched Star Wars Episode Nine again last night and... It was fine. Need so to get a hold that's of that. what's been fine this fortnight. Oh, you say they released it where? Uh, digitally on iTunes, on the iTunes Store, or Amazon, or places you can purchase the movie. Oh, uh, it's not on digitally. DVD yet. No, it'll be on DVD and Blu-ray at the end of the month. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I wouldn't so. even think it fit on DVD. <laughs> might not. You know, it's hard to say how much video can fit on a DVD. It's, you know, all it's all about to... bandwidth. <laughs> no, nah, they still rates. release DVDs. Yeah. Oh, good. I'll go dust off that player and. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thanks everyone for uh, listening to us, Babylon, about something that you know all the answers to already. Uh, <laughs> we are at Dedicated Nerds on Twitter. We're Dedicated Nerds at gmail.com. You You're really bothered by how long in the future this hey, is going to be. I am. I, I have a lot of guilt about how long it takes me to edit these episodes. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it's really all about. It's all about me. So, or You can also visit us at the uh, DedicatedNerds.net website and listen to past episodes of our of our uh, ingenious observations on life. And yeah, if you want to know what was happening in 2013... Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Have a good uh, rest of your day. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Carney. We'll talk to you next time. Later, everyone. Bye-bye.